Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world? And now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world. If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to brettridgeway.com forward slash freebie. Welcome to the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway, where you'll learn the keys to building a profitable speaking business from speaking industry pros. Each week, we interview a great guest who will share his or her speaking journey, identify what their keys to success have been, and highlight some critical mistakes they've made along the way that you'll want to avoid. Be sure to visit our website at spotlightonspeaking.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet this week's guest. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Spotlight on Speaking show. I am Brett Ridgway, and I'm excited to interview another guest this week to have them share their speaking journey, have them share some of their key tips to success in building a successful speaking career, as well as them to bear their soul a little bit and share some key mistakes that they made along the way that they would advise aspiring speakers not to make. So my guest today is Elaine Starling, and who's known as the Abundance Ambassador, and she's a highly sought-after TEDx speaker, an international speaker, a coach, a trainer, and a successful entrepreneur. Elaine's unusual spiritual awakening prompted her to help people interested in near-death experiences who are struggling with abundance. Elaine leads fellow travelers on the Abundance Journey six-week experience, sharing proven business strategies with personal development and spiritual insights that generate abundance. Elaine Starling, welcome to the Spotlight on Speaking show. Oh, it's great to see you, Brett. I always love chatting with you. Well, it's such a pleasure to have you here today. Now, I first met Elaine, gosh, fairly recently, within the last couple of months on some networking events. And she was clearly a spark in the room amongst all the people participating in those events. So that's why I was so excited to bring her to the Spotlight on Speaking show to share some of her journey. And so let's, Elaine, let's dive right into that journey, if we will. So how did you get involved in the speaking industry? What topic or topics did you speak on initially? And what was the impetus to get started? Well, my parents aren't alive anymore, but they would tell you that I got started in the speaking industry at six weeks old. Uh -oh. That's when I had my first word and they're like, and you didn't shut up since you were just <laughs> on. So I've always been someone who's willing to jump in there and have a conversation. And I love people. I just love people. And I love making people happy and helping them see how brilliant they are and the difference that they're making in the world. Because when you get into that space of gratitude and you feel like you're making some progress, then you can lean in a little more. And you make even more progress and you make an even bigger difference. So that's what compelled me to uh, get more involved in the speaking industry. And then once I had this incredible spiritual experience, um, I really wanted to share the insights that I learned from the divine during a stroke. And so it took me a little while to come up with how to explain what my experience was and how everything works and how we can live our best lives. But I wanted to share it with a much broader audience. 
So I decided to do a TEDx talk. It has been on my bucket list forever. I saw one and I was like, I want to do that someday. And I had no idea how to do it. And then I went to a networking event and I met a guy who's a coach and he works with people to help them get comfortable with the whole TEDx process, which is very different from regular platform speaking. And um, he also can work with you to design your talk and help you give your talk. It was one of the most rewarding experiences I've ever had. So when did you do that TEDx talk first, Elaine? I did that TEDx talk in December of 2021, and it went live in March of 2022. And right now we're in December, nine months later, it's got about 279,000 views so far. Wow. My goal is 10 million. It's called Abundance is a Choice. And I really want people to understand that abundance is a choice. And unless you're paying attention to how you're showing up and the choices that you're making, you tend to default into poverty choices instead of abundance choices. And I wanted to give people the power to experience more abundance in their lives. Well, we want to do what we can later on to help Elaine reach that 10 million goal. So in the show notes, we'll make sure we put a link to that TEDx talk so you can go see that presentation and help Elaine out. So Elaine, so I like to say there are three kinds of speakers and I, I classify them as following. Now, this is the Brett Ridgway classification system. So keep, you know, take that, take that in stride or whatever. The first is a keynote speaker or the person who's paid a fee to go into a corporation or an association and deliver a talk, whether it's for 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, whatever it may be. The second is the what I call the platform seller, and that's a person who goes on their own nickel typically to an event and then sells some type of product or service from the platform to generate the revenue. And then the third, in my mind, is what I call the content provider, even though every, all three types are delivered content, obviously, and, and hopefully great content. But the content provider I describe as somebody who's primarily using business as a marketing tool. So maybe they're a, a chiropractor or an attorney or a lawyer or whatever it may be. And so they are getting out in front of local audiences to establish their credibility and become the natural go-to choice should somebody happen to need their type of product or service. So looking at those three classifications, what what niche do you feel that you fall best into and why? I really fall into two niches because I get hired for keynote speeches. I also uh, do a lot of platform selling as well. Um, and I find that corporations will often hire me like um, for different events, especially for their women's organization. Um, I'm very good at being an MC and running the event as well as being a speaker. And that frees up the people in the corporation to actively participate with their fellow uh, employees and members and try to get them more engaged. And I have a lot of techniques I use to make sure that people are engaged and activated because it's very important. You know, I'm all about the activation, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if you had your druthers, are you doing a keynote presentation or are you doing a platform selling presentation? Oh man, they're both so fun. Um, <laughs> gosh, I, I would never want to only choose one, but um, I guess keynote just because I love to make a difference for people and help them think a little bit differently. Not everyone is ready to move forward on their abundance journey, which is what I teach. Um, and so I, I definitely love sharing what your abundance journey is. And when I can do that in a keynote presentation, it's a lot of fun. 
it's really fun as a platform as well. But yeah, if I had to pick only one, I guess I'd say Keynote. All right. So what have you done, Elaine, to to shift how you do what you do to the virtual world? Because obviously a lot more of the speaking we do these days is via virtual summits or podcasts or whatever. So have you had to shift gears? And if so, in what way? Yes, I definitely shifted gears. I think everybody in the industry shifted gears during COVID um, with the big shutdown. But also it's just such a huge blessing because it's so much easier to speak internationally when you can get on a Zoom meeting and you can present that way. And just being able to speak virtually opens up so many more doors. So I would say that the bulk of the speaking that I do, like about 75, 80% is virtual because it reduces the fees that clients pay me. They don't have to pay me to fly in. They don't have to put me up in a hotel. They don't have to pay for the resort, you know, and the food and all of that. They can hire me and strictly have me there for the event itself. And that just works for a lot of people. So I love doing the virtual speaking. And there's so many opportunities now, so many different organizations that both have in-person and virtual. So you don't have to limit yourself to just one or the other. You can do both. So along your speaking journey, what would you put your finger on, Elaine, as maybe the, you know, three of the biggest keys to your success as a speaker? Wow. Well, first of all, being very open to feedback. I think one of the biggest challenges I had when I first started working uh, in speaking is I would work really hard on a talk and I would be so married to my talk and so in love with my own talk. I didn't want to hear that my baby was ugly, <laughs> but my baby was really ugly and it wasn't working. And I couldn't figure out how, why, why isn't this thing going over? So when you're willing to receive feedback and you get it from people who are qualified, who know the industry, who understand what it takes to have a really fun and compelling conversation with your audience and bring them along a journey. It really is a journey that you're taking them on. That was an important key for, thing for me to learn is to be willing to receive the feedback that that's not a negative. That means they believe in you enough to give you some feedback. Mm -hmm. That's that's a huge per perspective shift. Yes. The other one um, that I really think is super important is I would tell stories and they were all about me. And that totally loses the audience. When I tell a story now, it's about the audience and they get to participate in the experience I had so they can see themselves. So it may still technically be a story about me, but the way the story is designed, it's actually about the audience, which makes it a universal story. And that way they can truly engage with it and get the impact from it. Well, obviously that enables you to develop so much greater rapport with your audience when you're involving them in the story. So, I mean, both of those are fantastic tips, Elaine. And I do have a couple other questions I want to ask you, but before we do, let's take a quick break with a word from our sponsor. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world? And now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world. If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to brettridgeway.com forward slash freebie. 
And we are back with the Spotlight on Speaking show with this week's guest, Elaine Starling. And Elaine, I ask you, I'd like to ask you to bear your soul a little bit here right now and open up and share maybe a couple of mistakes that you made along the way that you would highly advise aspiring speakers to avoid making. Oh, well, one biggie is know your talk. Know your talk really, really well. And don't read your talk. I mean, you, you need to know your talk so well that you can say it in a very conversational style. You don't want to come across as having memorized it and you're looking for exactly the right word, you know, because you, you've got to make sure that you're right into the, yeah, no, make it relaxed, make it fun, make it just an engaging conversation and use the stage. No stagecraft enough, including a virtual stage. You see me moving my hands around a lot, right? There's a reason for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm occupying the stage <laughs> that I have, right? So make sure that you take advantage of whatever the space is that you're working in. And if you're doing virtual, it's super important to have good lighting and good audio. I always use a headset because I don't want any extra sounds to accidentally get into the recording or distract my audience from what's going on. It increases the quality of the experience for the audience. And that is what it's all about. All right. Well, that, that, that's great, Elaine. So I want to ask you for a final word of wisdom or two. But before I do, if somebody's interested in getting involved in Elaine's world, what are, what are you doing now, Elaine? What's your primary focus? And how do people get in touch with you or find out more about what you have going on? Well, I'd love to have you come visit me. My website is theabundancejourney.com. And I'll make sure that Brett has the link so he can include that in the show notes. And once you go there, you'll find a lot of really interesting information. You'll find out a little more about my spiritual epiphany that I received. And also um, there is a six-week experience that I do called The Abundance Journey. And if you're interested in traveling with me, that's great. There's also a link to my TEDx talk, as well as to my podcast. And I was fortunate that I got to interview Brett recently. So The Abundance Journey is the uh, name of my podcast and video show too. So lots of things to check out. Oh, awesome. So final words of wisdom for our aspiring speakers today, Elaine. You have a really important message to share. You do. You're sharing your heart. You're sharing your experiences and you're changing lives when you get on that stage. So have the courage to step out and be who you are. It doesn't matter what you weigh. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what you look like. You are exactly what we need. And you are the person we most want to connect with. So have the courage to step out there and be who you are. And we're just going to love you like you can't imagine. All right. Well, that's so, so it's inspiring words. Can I quote you on that sometime, Elaine? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Spotlight on Speaking Show. Sincere thank you to my guest, Elaine Starting, for all her words of wisdom this week. If you haven't had an opportunity yet, by all means, hop on over to SpotlightOnSpeaking.com and register there so you can be notified of upcoming episodes, as well as if you'd like to pick up a copy of my free special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business, you can get that at BrittRidgeway.com. 
But again, thank you to Elaine. Thank you for listening this week. And as always, my sincere best wishes to you for the greatest of success as you continue to build your own profitable speaking business. Take care. This has been the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway. Be sure to join us every week as we interview speaking industry pros and have them share their best tips for building a profitable speaking business. Until next week, thank you for tuning in. And remember to visit our website at SpotlightOnSpeaking.com so you can enjoy even more great episodes like this one. While you're here, be sure to subscribe via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Spotlight on Speaking Show. Until then, our sincere best wishes to you for the greatest of success as you work to build your own profitable speaking business. Oh, 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 o